Theories and Star Wars go hand in hand. All the way back to the beginning, there were magazine articles and news segments, and that legacy of theory has continued to this day. But this Anakin theory takes it to a whole new level. And how will Dune impact Star Wars? Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Star Wars is in this really interesting place with Anakin as a character mm -hmm. because after the slight fiasco with the prequel trilogy and then the redemption arc of the Clone Wars animated show, we now have a deeper love for Anakin as a character. Yeah. Which I'm very happy for. I think Hayden Christensen deserves all of this for sure. But they're starting to run into this Anakin problem where like, it's even more jarring to see the dichotomy between nice boy Anakin to mm -hmm. bad boy Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, there is this like strange anti-evolution of him, it mm -hmm. seems, um, where we see him, I mean, as a, I don't know, we see him as a kid, we see him as a teen-ish going into his 20s, and then we see him just go straight Bad. But then, yeah, in the Clone Wars, then we get more of this, like, general, nuanced. yeah, nuanced character of, of a teacher and, mm -hmm. yeah, and just what he learns and things. And then just to go straight back to bad, it's like, oof. Oof. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's more to be said. Yes, there's a lot of, like, the differences in the storytelling. And there's uh, various theories on this, uh, uh, as we're going to talk about today. But I, I want to start this conversation off with just, like, some of the... The differences that we see, I think Clone Wars handled this really well of like showcasing the deeper, darker tones of Anakin as a character and then like making a little bit more understandable that he would eventually fall to the dark side. Because I think you missed a lot of that in the movies. Like, yeah, yes, we knew he had to become Darth Vader because that's who he is but in the movies it wasn't quite as like gradual of a like deception or betrayal to the jedi mm -hmm. um i want to go back and rewatch the uh prequel trilogy again in that context of like specifically looking at anakin as a character mm -hmm. and whether or not he does george lucas does a good job of like showcasing that gradual fall instead of just like all of a sudden he's there. Uh, but there is this theory floating around. Uh, I think it's been around for a little while that I want to bring up here. It's called the two Anakins theory. Palpatine makes a clone of Anakin. Mm. And this clone is the evil clone. It's like the whole joke around the evil twin. It, it could explain quite a bit on like we have the good Anakin, which is the one that we know and love and would never turn the dark side. It's the one that we see most fondly on and doing the, the things that we'd expect Anakin to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's the dark evil clone. And this is why we see such a stark contrast in the character of Anakin Skywalker. And this is why he becomes Darth Vader. There's also a sub-theory of like, yes, there's the two Anakins theory, but maybe instead of Anakin, it's actually just Darth Vader that is the clone. Um, yeah. Which is why he isn't fully living up to his dark side capabilities. Um, hmm. But that's this is the theory that we have here. Okay. Is that... To explain the differences of Anakin as a character, 
we have Palpatine playing with cloning again. <laughs> now, I want to give this the benefit of the doubt first. Yeah. And then I want to talk about why this isn't quite the thing that you sh- might mm-hmm. believe it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you feel about this to Anakin's theory? If I'm trying to look at it from a positive perspective, <laughs> from a I'll run with it perspective, yeah. it's interesting. Like, I'm... I can I can see where people came up with this idea because yeah. it does feel like it was a light switch change of like him being like like I'm just kind of like mad with the Jedi mm-hmm. to they didn't give me I'm, my toy yeah to I'm gonna kill them all like it, that's a little extreme there yeah um, specifically the youngling killing part that's where people are like Anakin could no matter how far into the dark side Anakin gets. He wouldn't kill younglings, right? Like that's the theory that we have here of like why why does he go to that extreme in this direction when we see him in this other light? I mean, once you've killed sand children, yeah. The next thing is humans. Uh-huh. Clearly. <laughs> Everyone else. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. I can I yeah. Again, I can see the sentiment of this. What about you? Uh, let's just say we're going to play with this being the thing here. I think it would be interesting to showcase Palpatine's like deeper investment into cloning Mm -hmm. and uh, this kind of thing. But like it ultimately goes against what Palpatine's original intentions were with Anakin in the first place, Mm -hmm. which was to utilize his vast strength in the force his midichlorians being off the scale his m count being unmatched in the star wars galaxy that is why anakin's there in the first place it's like that that's the key here is anakin's quite powerful in the force so no matter no matter what you do to clone him it's not necessarily going to reach the power of the original but let's just say we're giving it the benefit Unless of the doubt they got a hold of omega in which yes. case all is well yes <laughs> But um, I think it's an interesting, like, deeper dive and connection piece into this idea of the clones. It's a good, like, it's a good story beat between, like, the dichotomy of, like, working with the clones to becoming one. And if Anakin doesn't know he's a clone, Mm -hmm. is he actually a clone? Like, Mm -hmm. it gets into some Blade Runner type territory Mm -hmm. there. So there's a lot to be said with this idea of, like, Anakin actually being a clone. But there's a lot of problems with this theory. Yeah. Uh, The first is what we're learning about in Bad Batch, being very topical right now. Palpatine's still figuring out the cloning. Yeah. So at this point, Order 66 and Anakin's turn to the dark side has already happened. True. So why would this theory, how could this theory work if they're still trying to figure out how to replicate the Force in clones? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't see cloning as like a 3D printing quick uh, yeah. process uh-huh. this is a very long arduous process of like developing a human um mm-hmm. yeah so timeline is not shaping up yeah. for sure uh, one thing that i'm noticing is um how do you get all the history and emotions back into a clone when they haven't had the experience like i can bringing blade runner back into the conversation this is obviously not star Mm -hmm. wars but 
Blade Runner, like their idea of are these replicants, and then you can embed memories from other people into these replicants, right. and that is how you kind of foster these like false mm. memories and they okay. create these memories. Right. So I would assume if you really wanted to do something like that, you might be able to. Yeah. But we haven't seen any examples of this in Star Wars as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So that is a good gap, though, in the story uh-huh. of, like, this theory of, like, if he thinks he is Anakin, how do those memories get there? Like, what what's the pathway that those memories do get there in the first place? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, in this time timeline period, like, they're still figuring out how to clone the Metachlorians or the ability to utilize the Force. And then that's not even taking into account, like this implanting of memories Mm -hmm. um can you create as palpatine create this clone and control him yeah that's still not something that is properly in place considering that you can't really control the clones that you used in the war technically you can but not in the way that you would do like a robot where Mm -hmm. like a droid you can say hey go do this do exactly this in this order and do not do anything else right you can't quite do that with a clone. And that was the whole beauty of Anakin was that he was so like on his feet, like mm-hmm. so quick thinking. And yeah. There's also a lot of like emotions that you see play throughout, um, especially during his change. Yes. Um, that you wouldn't be able to explain with a clone. Like if it was a clone, if say the timelines of Bad Batch were all matching up yeah. and whatnot, it's like that moment that we have of him crying when he's in the, depths of his like Mm -hmm. badness (laughs) what have i done yeah like i don't know well not even that even later on when he's at the mostafar um there is this like really quick moment of him like just being a moody broody boy and uh (laughs) but he's actually crying in that moment too so it's like you wouldn't get those emotions i don't think from a clown Who is pretty much trained to be bad and Mm -hmm. do these things and be totally fine with it. Like, to not have that moral compass at all. Yeah. So, I feel like there is that. Also, there wouldn't be as much of a connection to Obi-Wan. Why would you care? Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially in the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, which we've we've talked about at length here, we both do not like. But if you take even just the encounter of Anakin as Vader... And Obi-Wan, it doesn't make sense if he's a clone. Mm-hmm. So there's another level of where that theory doesn't quite work out. Yeah, the whole focus and drive to hunt down Obi-Wan, it, it wouldn't be there. It wouldn't be that strong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of different levels that this kind of like falls apart, especially like you could probably make that argument pretty well in Legends. I still think you would have to like do a little bit of a stretch to make it work in Legends. Mm-hmm. You definitely can't do it in canon because you have time and time again, this reinforcement of Anakin and Vader are the same person. Yeah. Yes. Vader, quote unquote, killed Anakin as a person inside of him, which didn't necessarily work because we see that redemption arc at the end that uh, Vader does repent almost mm-hmm. and has this redemption. We do have like this moment where Anakin repents and that's part of it. So like there are many levels and layers and pieces and points to this theory that just do not match up. Mm-hmm. And then timeline wise, it doesn't match up. No. 
And if you look at it, it doesn't even like, oh, it kind of like barely misses it. Like, no. If you really look at it, it doesn't seem like Palpatine was that successful widely in his efforts to clone with the Force. Mm -hmm. Because in The Mandalorian, the reason why they're looking for Grogu is to utilize his specific DNA and Force sensitivity. Mm -hmm. That's the whole goal of The Mandalorian. So yeah, things are getting a little mixed up. It would be interesting, like a really interesting... um, Palpatine development, I guess I'll say, um, for him to have created a new Anakin, mm-hmm. um, very much like <laughs> Frankenstein and his monster yes. or something. Like there would be so much more of this connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's already enough of a connection with Palpatine and Anakin, just with the undermining and like underlying yeah well the reason why he's gotten him this far sort of thing and there's like a clear i don't know if this is true in canon but in legends the reason why vader's suit is the way that it is because palpatine wanted to put him at a disservice just in case vader slash anakin ever wanted to overthrow palpatine he wouldn't be as strong as palpatine was mm-hmm. there are better suits that could have been used just throw them in it a could have been tank. upgraded the <laughs> fact that he would never be properly healed from that suit mm-hmm. and would be constantly in this state of flux is the reason why he's so rageful but wasn't able to heal and become even stronger than he was at that moment. Yeah. So there's there's that side of things too. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the end of that theory. Yeah. There are so many ways that you can disprove it. So myth slash theory busted. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. And, and then when we look at like Star Wars as a whole, when we look at the changes that they're going to be making to Star Wars, the movies with the Mandalorian Grogu, with the Ultimate Ray movie, there is a changing movie landscape right now. Mm-hmm. There is no longer this easy path to make a billion dollars with Star Wars. There's no path to make an easy billion dollars in movies, period. Yeah. Except for one. Mm-hmm. And it's these well-thought-out, well-budgeted, well-executed, great story movies like Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Dune. Mm -hmm. Dune is the big one. Dune is the closest relative to Star Wars because Dune inspired at least somewhat Star Wars. And now Dune is the biggest threat to what Star Wars is currently. Hmm. Dune is taking the better approach in my personal opinion to sci-fi star wars obviously is science fantasy it's more more in the fantasy side than it ever is in star in in terms of sci-fi but they're very close they both have spice they both have sand planets they both have big worms true one's on an asteroid one's on a planet so (laughs) star wars is dune basically but when you look at star wars now like star wars hasn't been the big blockbuster movie there hasn't been one in seven years there hasn't been one to this scale in quite some time and the budgets are overblown the stories aren't that great the effects aren't anywhere near what dune is Mm -hmm. obviously those movies came out a while ago technology has advanced and all that stuff but when you have someone like denis vinaloevu i don't know how to pronounce his last name hi my name is denis villeneuve my name is denis villeneuve 
My name is Denis Villeneuve. My name is Denis Villeneuve. I'm not French Canadian. <laughs> You've got this incredible filmmaker who has a incredible repertoire of movies. Blade Runner 2049, he mm. did. There is so much skill and passion for storytelling in this one person who's leading this science fiction revival. And then you look at Star Wars and you're like, Star Wars could never. But I think Dune coming out with its success, you can't not, as a Disney Bob Iger executive, be like, guys. They're doing something right over there. They're doing something good. They're cooking over there. <laughs> yeah. What What are your thoughts on this? Uh, it's funny. I, I never thought to compare the two, weirdly enough. Like, for some reason, they feel so alien to each other. But they hey. aren't. Yeah. <laughs> they really aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul in, and Luke are very similar in some is, ways. Yes, there is a Venn diagram. They both have that prophecies about them. Made. Yes, see? Like, there's, they're all here to save the world to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so there is this overlap for sure. Star Wars is different though like I feel like it reaches more audiences because it's I don't want to say lighter but I think it is lighter if you look at Dune if Uh you look at the massive success Dune was you don't have to dumb down your story to be huge yeah Oppenheimer had a budget that was of a hundred million dollars let me put that in perspective the Flash movie had a budget of 300 million dollars the Indiana Jones movie $300 $300 million. Oppenheimer had a budget of $100 million hmm. and it made over a billion dollars. Wow. The people are speaking with their walls. They want the big blockbuster movies, mm-hmm. but they don't want the cash grab movies. Yeah. I feel like it is just a telling of our time mm. where it's like, if you know what story you need to tell, need to tell, you yeah. know, like there's this it's not like, like, like I have. Denis could have done anything. Yeah. Yeah, but this was the story he decided I need to tell this story. Yeah. I feel like it'll it'll happen. Like pe- people are here to make creative choices and make these things happen mm-hmm. and they will work within the constraints and I feel like constraints are actually really good. Yes. Um it makes more creative it rewrite makes- it right at 70 dollars. Right. Like- and it makes your creative choices that much like count that much more. Mm-hmm. Um you have to be extremely strategic and smart about what you're doing and to plan better and to have a better vision of the stories you really want to tell Mm -hmm. um and you you really have to ask yourself is this a story worth telling like i feel like we need more of that in star wars please ask yourself is this a story really Mm -hmm. worth telling yeah we're getting like honestly if he goes forward and does his trilogy with Dune Messiah, mm-hmm. we're going to get the modern day Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. We're going to get the modern day Star Wars in a way. Mm-hmm. The original trilogy was like incredible. It like cemented the idea of a trilogy, but I think Lord of the Rings executed on it even more so. Yeah. Taking that source material and doing something even greater. But I think if you look at it, Lord of the Rings and Dune are even more accurate to compare because they're both based off of books. So mm-hmm. they had something to base themselves off of other than Star Wars, which was a net new project. Yeah. But if you look at it, we're getting this new modern trilogy that we haven't seen in forever. Successful, well done, well shot, well acted. Everything is great. The music's incredible. You can say the same things about Lord of the Rings. 
you can't say the same things about Star Wars, specifically modern Star Wars, mm-hmm. because it seems like they're just trying to chase the trends of what's going on here rather than like what Dune was of like, oh, hey, you know that that like 1960s science fiction book that was kind of like complex and had a glossary of like 60 pages in the back of terms just so you could understand what's going on? Yeah, we're going to make that movie. And we're not even going to announce the sequel, even though we're going to shoot it like it's just part one. We don't. We won't know if we're gonna make part two until this one does well. Yeah. So they put all of their eggs into one basket, and it did very well. Mm-hmm. And as Disney, I think you need to do that more. You need to be more strategic with your movies. You need to tell more stories mm-hmm. that are better than they have been. Yeah. You need to allow the audience to decide if this is a story worth pursuing. Yeah. Maybe. It seems like that's what they want. They want people to just throw the money at them. Well, make something that we want to throw money at. Yeah. How about exactly. that? Don't complain think- about no one seeing your movie unless like you actually put some effort into it. Yeah. And what like this isn't speaking to whether or not you personally like this Star Wars. Like I personally hate Obi-Wan Kenobi the show. I love the character of Obi-Wan. I despise that show, but I know people who love it and it's perfectly fine for them to love it. But I think objectively you can look at all of Star Wars recently and or as the exception and probably seasons one and two of Mandalorian as well. Season one for sure. If you look at Star Wars, you can you can honestly say objectively Star Wars isn't as good as it could be, Mm. whether or not you enjoy it or hate it. I think we can all agree that Star Wars can be better mm-hmm. and should be better. I agree. And I'm not really sure. I don't want to blame anyone. Like, I don't want to be like, well, it's because they're choosing these directors or it's because it's this. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's, it's not, not that. any one person's it feels, problem. It's not Bob Iger's no. problem. It's not Dave Filoni's problem. It's mm-hmm. not George Lucas for selling Star Wars's problem. It's just right. like the institution of Disney mm-hmm. is built for. How can we repeat the same style of movies over and over again? And still make as much, if not more, money off of it. Yes. <laughs> That's why they're heavily investing into sequels and uh, continuations of stories mm-hmm. rather than making any new projects. Yeah. Which is a shame. But that's that's what Disney does. So we can't really be mad that a Disney Star Wars is a Disney Star Wars. But we can be mad that they aren't taking the opportunity to do something interesting and new here. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or contact at uplinkpodcast.com. I think there's some interesting things around this topic as well as the, the two Anakin story theory. I think that was fun to break down. Let us know if you want to see more theory busting in the podcast but as always thank you for listening and may the force be with you